Yo and hello. Welcome to Radio Free Roscoe. Just kidding. Okay, it's actually <laughs> episode zero of Zabuma Foolish. Thank y'all for joining. My name is Jalen. Um, some people call me Jay. Uh, my pronouns are he, they, them. I am a queer, pansexual scientist who is currently living in Vancouver, and I work um, as an urban wildlife ecologist and animal behavioralist. So essentially, it's just like a lot of words for I work with animals that live in cities, and I try to understand what they do and why. Um, but let's talk about this podcast. Uh, <laughs> less about me. And why am I creating Zabuma Foolish? Why am I bringing this to y'all today? Uh, there are a couple of reasons, right? There are, I think, three major points that I wanted to touch on. And the first being that I really get this sense of, like, wonder and childlike joy whenever I am learning about or researching about or working with animals. And so for me, I just thought, okay, how can I best like share this experience with others and try to inspire that same sort of childlike sense of wonder um, when it comes to learning about uh, non-human animals? Right. And so uh, I'm going to be doing so through this podcast. We're going to be talking about the segments, how I'm going to be doing that a little bit later. But the next thing I want to touch upon um, is the fact that a lot of people, myself included, really early on, feel really excluded from the sciences and from the scientific community. Uh, And I think a lot of that has to do with the language that is used and the sort of culture that is created that it really from a really early on tells you that like you're not good enough to do science which honestly a lot of us are already in our day-to-day life doing science like we are going through scientific processes and doing the methods so it's just like i think that making science more open and just inviting people um into this conversation is definitely something i'm going to try and get across with zabuma foolish and sort of really why I wanted to to make this podcast. But I guess ultimately why I'm making this podcast is because I myself as a like Black and Latinx, queer, um, non-binary like scientist am often uh, very alone in these spaces. And it is only in this past year, this past 2020, that I've been able to connect with other people who share similar intersectionalities in identity that I have. And so I thought, okay, well, if I'm not seeing, you know, the community that I want, how can I go out of my way to make uh, myself more accessible, right, to this community, uh, make myself more visible? And so I think with Zaboom of Foolish, what I'll be able to do is sort of create a, a time capsule um, in a sense of being like, we were here as queers, black they thems, we were doing bits and bobs out here uh, in academic spaces. Um, and, I, and I know we've been doing that uh, for a time, so I'm going to actually be talking about that in one of the later episodes. But yeah, this is sort of the reasoning for, for Zabuma Foolish and, and why I'm, I'm bringing the podcast to y'all today. And for I guess the rest of the season, we'll see how how long this goes. I wanna I wanna do this for like a year, I'll say, but who knows? Who knows, right? I don't. I will. We'll just keep it open. We'll keep it up. We'll keep pushing. Uh, so wait, let, uh, let's actually just talk about the boom of foolish. So what what can you expect, right? You're like listening. You're like, okay, enough about you. Enough about why you wanna do. Uh, got to the point. The me, the juice. Um. 
So what is Zabumafoolish going to be about? So, looking it down into three nice digestible segments, kind of like a little Oreo cookies. Talk. Okay, just focus. Um, the first segment is going to be called Amazing Animals. And that's where each week I'm going to be showing y'all, not showing because I'm speaking. <laughs> I'm going to be talking to y'all about an animal who is out here in the world just doing the most. And I've, I have this, I have prepared a really long list for y'all of just animals who are doing wild things. Like not just in the sense that they are not domesticated, but also the you will not believe the things um, that I'm going to be sharing y'all when it comes to uh, amazing animals. Animals that you've never heard of, animals that you never even would conceive of doing the things that they're doing, um, animals changing behavior, animals adapting to space. We're, we're going to talk about it all, okay? Um, segment two, all right, this is, this is one of my um, favorite segments for y'all really excited about this one this one's called experiment 626 okay so this is where that lilo and stitch comes in um so we're just essentially with this segment i'm going to be breaking down science experiments and be talking about how why scientists did the things that they did what resulted from it what were they trying to just essentially breaking it all down, demystifying that whole thing, and just showing y'all that like a lot of science is just like playing around and guessing and trying to design things um, to answer really big questions, right? And that brings us to the last segment of each episode that you can expect, which is boop, 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 boop. <laughs> you guessed it. What's the sit? So y'all remember Kim Possible? She is the inspiration for this segment of the episode. Um, and we're just going to be going throughout all over the world talking about different urban and rural and in natural spaces, just different examples of conflicts between either humans and, and wildlife or um, between different species of wildlife themselves. Now, if you're not like a millennial or like bored in like the 90s or like I would say to 2000s and you're listening and you're like, what are the names of these segments? Like what in the world are they doing? Like what I what are these? Let me just break it down, okay? Well, let's maybe start with the name. <laughs> let's break it all the way back and let's start with the name of the podcast, right? Zabuma, Zabuma foolish. What does that even mean, Jalen? What are you talking about? So Zabuma foo. It was this. Um, well, it's the name of this um, American show. It was on PBS. It ran from like 1999, I think, to the early early 2000s, like 2001 or 2000 something like that. Um, and it featured these two white guys, they're named like Chris and Mark, I think, and they're, they were called the Krat Brothers. And um, I actually always thought as a kid that it was the Kraft Brothers, you know, clock the Mandela effect, but you know, we're not gonna get into that. Anyway, so the Kraft Brothers, they had this pet, uh, not a pet, but they had this puppet um, lemur named Zabumafu. And each episode they would like, uncover like a new animal and talk about like ecology and biology in this way that was like, I'm telling you, I was like four. And I was like comprehending these concepts and being like, give me more. It was like such an interesting show. And I only recently found out that it did so well because it also had a huge adult following. Like a lot of adults were watching that at the time. So, I mean, <laughs> it was popular with everyone. Um, so that was sort of the inspiration 
for the namesake and for kind of the the vibe that I want to be giving y'all with each episode. You know, that nostalgic childhood love, that feel, but also that like Zabuma Fu, we coming to for you. I don't I, that was not the the <laughs> the theme song at all. But um yeah, essentially that's one of the things that is inspiring uh the Zabuma Foolish podcast. Now the foolish part, you're like I don't get that though. Like you're you're talking about science. You're like trying to educate, right? Da da da. Where where the fool comes in? Well, the foolish part is a couple of things. It's a little nod to my past. Um, like back when I was growing up a lot, I was definitely considered like the annoying one, the like foolish kid. Like foolish was a term that was thrown out a lot um, to me. But I've, I feel as though as I've like grown up, I've really taken on this. I don't know, I'd really like turning like negative things that people like throw at me and just shifting them to work positively for me whenever possible, right? Um, and so I was like, and in doing so, I was like trying to uncover like, okay, what, why am I experiencing this? Like, what is this foolish? What is this term? Why, why are people getting this always from me? And I wanted to like look into it a bit more. And um, thankfully, actually, thanks to another um, podcast that I listened to by an amazing Black fan named Kalechi Okafor. Um, they put me on to um, tarot, and it's kind of like astrology in the sense that, like, I'm not using tarot or astrology to, like, make drastic life choices. But if you're, like, a, I feel like most millennials are actually in this boat. It's, like, we're not ignoring this information. It's not, like, we're not deciding, you know, important things about it, but we're still open. We're still open to listening about it. And so in tarot, right, the fool depicts, um, it's, it's a card, right? And it's one of the major arcanas. And I'll explain that maybe in a later episode, but essentially the fool depicts a youth, um, walking joyfully into the world and they are taking their first steps, right? Exuberantly, excitedly, happily. Um, and they're carrying nothing with them, but a small sack, like the, the figure, on the card is like a, a per, like just a person with like a stick and like a little bag around the stick. Now, um, they're essentially they're carrying nothing. They don't know of the possible dangers that lie ahead on the path that they're on, and um, indeed they can actually soon encounter some of these uh, possible dangers. So, and if you see like on this card that I have here, it's like um, the path is like leading to like a cliff, and so it's warning of like the potential threats of like just going along through life, just like kind of unbridled, unknowing. However, let's break down that meaning a little bit more for y'all. So the fool, the fool card is it's number zero, which is considered to be like an infinite number of potential, right? Um, and it's considered also to be a blank slate. So for the fool, um, they have yet to develop like this sort of clear personality, which really makes sense when you go back to like my childhood of just trying to be like a mirror for everyone and trying to like reflect and be like a people pleaser and be like this niceness, right? And so it's kind of like that symbol of innocence on this journey. Now, the fool generally means um, a beginning or a new journey, uh, one where you will be filled with optimism and freedom from um, the usual constraints of life. And when we meet the fool, right, they approach each day as an adventure in an almost childlike way. And they believe that anything can happen in life and there are opportunities that are lying out there in the world waiting to be explored and developed. And they lead a simple life having no worries 
um, and they do not seem to be troubled by the fact that they cannot tell what they will encounter ahead. Wow. Um, so that that reading was from Labyrinthos um, online, if you want to find it out and do a little bit more of your own investigation into tarot. Um, but I just thought that that really hit the nail on the head, especially like growing up and even to now this, the way I kind of approach the world, I will say it's not like 100. I'm not walking through with this like childlike naivety, but you know, maybe I am to a degree. Um, because I do, I do approach every day as if like there is something new that can be discovered. Um, and so that I really wanted to bring that aspect into the namesake of the podcast. Um, and yeah, that's kind of why I ended up mashing with Zabuma Foolish, right? <laughs> um, and now, but okay, well, now that we've covered the name, let's talk about the other segments. So Amazing Animals, it's just an alliteration, so hopefully that doesn't need much explanation. Um, but Experiment 626, so that goes back again to my childhood. I used to love watching Lilo and Stitch. I don't know, hopefully I'm not alone. <laughs> I just was like, it was one of those things, I guess maybe one of my early obsessions with like animals and the creatures and things was just um, yeah, Stitch. So for those who don't know, Experiment 626 was the 626th genetic experiment created by Jumba and the first to be made um, with this like specific type of funding. I actually won't go into that detail, but essentially he was this like creature that resembles a blue koala and he was designed to be virtually indestructible, fireproof, bulletproof, shockproof, think faster than a supercomputer and have sight and hearing and lift objects 3,000 times his own weight. Okay, sorry, I'm getting really excited. As you can tell, just like remembering um, the movie and Stitch was as well. Anyway, cut to um everyone thought he was like this vicious horrible evil like intergalactic prisoner and then he just ends up being like this cute cuddly amazing creature who's just looking for family you know ohana um yeah anyway my love of 626 is why we're breaking down science experiments in their name in their honor trying to make them a little bit more personable bring them into the home trying you know get y'all on the page with me um okay and then lastly kim possible you know y'all like what's the sitch what's the sitch well first of all that sentence was what kim possible would say anytime um there she was like called off to um, solve a problem. So Kim Possible was this like teenage, I don't want to say superhero, but like kind of like a superhero, like teenage spy, teenage like just doer. She was a doer, like a 007, but straight up independent, right? She like was under no government affiliation. It was just like her, her home skillet weighed and then her like friend situation ship thing with Ron, who had a pet naked mole rat. Oh, look at that animal tie. <laughs> anyway, so Kim Possible, um, let me just actually read y'all the description so you can really get the vibe. Like, Kim Possible looks like an average high school cheerleader, but in her spare time, she, saved the, she saves the world from supervillains. Her buddy, Ron Stoppable, and his pet, Rufus, and a resourceful webmaster named Wade collaborate on secret missions and can do anything she, when she's not defeating the bad guys, Kim still has to cope with typical pressures of school, family, and social life. Do-do-do-do, Kim Possible. 
<laughs> okay, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. That may might have been a bit too much. But anyway, I grew up watching that show, and I was like, what high school do you go to, girl? Like, what a what? It, what high school is this that you could literally just be skipping, skadooting, scampling around the, I don't know, scampling is the right word, but anyway, around the globe, saving, you know, people, and then no one knows. And you're just like, you never get detention. This is confused. That would confuse me. But I was inspired by the fact that Kim was out here always going to situations, trying to solve problems. Hint, hint, wink, wink, cut to us using it here in on Zabuma Foolish as the segment uh, talking about conflicts with animals or between humans and animals. So who are we? We're Kim Possible. No, we're not. But we're going to be, we're going to try to be like her. Um, and we're going to try and unpack and solve uh, some of those conflicts that I'm going to be bringing up with y'all throughout the, throughout the season. And uh, I think, I think that's it really for, for episode zero. Just wanted to, introduce myself, introduce the podcast, uh, why why I make it, why I'm doing it, um, the reasons behind it, what you can expect each episode from me, um, and sort of the organization of each episode. And uh, yeah, just to thank y'all, thank y'all for, for coming and listening up to this um, episode zero. Hey! So as always, uh, you can find me on social media at jauntingj, or jaunting.j, I should say. There's like a little period in between the two. Um, you can also email me. So starting with this podcast, whoop, whoop, um, if you want me to, you know, read out like a story that you have had or an interaction you've had with like an animal or even just something that you want me to cover on the podcast, like send it along. I would love to have that sort of rapport with y'all, sort of hear what's going on in your lives um, and the animals that you're interacting with. So you can send me an email to jaunting.j at gmail.com. That is J-A-U-N-T-I-N-G dot J-A-Y at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. Jauntingj at gmail.com. Um, please send it there. Don't DM me. Don't message me on Twitter or Snapchat or any of those things with me like, oh, I have that story. Like, just send it to the email. That way I know... Um, where it's going to be going to, and I can like manage it all accordingly. Um, so yeah, as always, also, um, we're going to be discussing extra content, uh, over on my Patreon. So that is Patreon for, uh, dot com slash jaunting J, jaunting J. <laughs> Don't know how many times I'm going to say that in the last three minutes, but yeah, if you like what you're listening to, uh, if you like hearing uh, this podcast and what we're talking about, um, we're going to always be going over more content and, um, continuing on the discussion over on the Patreon. So if you can go check that out, if not, no worries, just be sure to share and like the podcast. And if you can, please leave a review really helps for the podcast to reach a wider audience. Um, I don't know how you're listening to this now, but it's available on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on CastBox, all the all the places. So um, where you can leave a review, when you can't, give it a like, give it a share. Um, yeah. And I just want to thank you all so much. Let's start this journey together. Boop, boop, zabooba foolish. Thank you.